Good morning, Path to Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren. It's episode 362. Today is March 16th, 2022. Hope you're having a great morning so far. It is a Wednesday morning. It's kind of rainy. Uh, It's going to be a great day, though. I wanted to share at our meeting last night, our men's uh, all-in group. It was about 30 guys. Everybody's in recovery. I wanted to share about one of my buddies, Jonathan, who came back. Um, he had fallen away from the program about uh, a year and a half ago, and his life is miserable today. And I wanted to share a little bit about that. So we came into the program at, within a matter of like two days. So four years ago, when I decided to give the 12-step program a chance and because that was the you know I was at the end of the rope the the end of the cul-de-sac as they say with nowhere to turn I came into the rooms and Jonathan was there and and he was it was his first time to that meeting as well and he had like two days after me like his sobriety date was two days after mine well Last week on Tuesday when we had our meeting, um, he shows up. He kind of walks in the door a little bit late, but he shows up and he sits down next to me. And I was like, man, what's up? You here to get your four-year chip? And he's like, no, no. See, I was there to pick up my four-year chip and he was miserable. He's run up a bunch of debt. His wife wants to leave him. It told him that, that she's ready to separate. Um, and he had started drinking a, a couple times. You know, he's not drinking every day, but he had, he had, uh, went on like a little binge one day cause he had a bad day at work. And then a couple weeks later, he did it again. A day or two later, he went out of town and did it again. And so that's how it starts, you know? Um, and he recently, promised his wife and his brother that he was never going to drink again (laughs) and he was going to get help well it's a tough spot I mean one of the key things that I wanted to talk about though is that he didn't do the fourth step he's he stopped and didn't complete his steps and I've heard in the rooms many times this old timer says that he sees a direct correlation with people that go back out and people that actually finish the fourth step. There's something about the that one step where you take a moral inventory of, you know, it says to take a fearless and searching moral inventory of all of your resentments, all of your sexual inventory, and all of your fears. And he didn't do that. He said he started it. He started like writing down two pages of stuff, but he stopped because it was hard to look at and he felt like he was digging up the past. Well, now he's at, he's back at working it again. Well, yesterday he calls me returning my phone call because I had reached out to him. Um, I called him Sunday night just to try to check in with him. He didn't, he didn't answer the call and his phone went to voicemail. So I was like, oh boy, he's out, he's out drinking again. 
Well, he calls me yesterday morning when I was on the way to work, and we had like a 20-minute conversation. So he's got the entrepreneurial blood as well, and he uh, he's really sharp when it comes to financing. He, his, his main job, his full-time job is actually financing. But during COVID, he and his brother decided that they wanted to they wanted to uh, buy a FedEx route or two. So they bought two zip codes. Well, he said that they have had to buy some new trucks because the trucks weren't good enough or they needed to be replaced. So they bought a couple new trucks and they did that with, with debt. Um, they took out debt to buy the trucks. He and his brother both put in $100,000 cash to buy the business. And part of the conversation yesterday was that he he realizes that he needs to put in more cash. He and his brother are planning to put in some more cash right away. And But, but he was like, the problem is I don't have any more cash. I've got to go and either use get the money from a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit on one of his rental properties. So he's got a rental property that, as I was explaining to Megan yesterday at dinner, a HELOC is where, say for example, you owe, uh, owe $50,000 on a condo and it's worth $100,000. Well, that difference is called equity, right? The difference between what you owe and what it's worth is called equity. Well, you could go to the bank and say, you know, have your appraisal come out, your appraiser come out here and check this property. It's worth $100,000. The bank will do that and it, they realize that the asset's worth $100,000 and you only owe 50, they might offer you a $50,000 home equity line of credit, or they might offer you a $25,000 home equity line of credit, a HELOC that kind of goes against that equity. Um, the thought process being that if you defaulted on the loan, they could sell the asset and pay off the mortgage and have enough left over to pay off the, the home equity line of credit. And I shared with Jonathan, I said, look, man, I feel you. I said, oh, and a key part of this is he said his relationship with his wife is absolutely horrible right now. He said she pretty much wants to separate. And I said, oh, sounds familiar. I said, my wife kicked me out of the house and changed the locks on the house. And he was like, really? <laughs> and I said, yeah. I said, it was when I was in active addiction. I was drinking and drugging and I had this business that I was growing and I was going to take out more debt and I was looking for more debt and I was just, as they say, I kept digging. I said, finally, my therapist asked me one day, he said, Matt, when are you going to hang up the shovel and stop digging? And I was ready to hang up the shovel and stop digging. I was ready to be done with that lifestyle. Well, he's still digging. That's the problem. He's still digging. And I, and I said, let's just be real. I said, I had $330,000 in debt. Uh, how much debt do you have? And this is the same guy, by the way, the same guy that argued with me back when I was learning the Dave Ramsey steps and 
we went to lunch one time about a year or, or so into my sobriety. We went to lunch and I was sharing him, sharing with him about how I, when I worked the steps, you know, worked the four step, I realized I had a problem with money and I had a problem with sex. And so I needed to work on those two areas about lusting and debting and spending. And so I needed to work on those areas and I went and worked on those areas. I found 12 step programs that, that were targeting those areas. And I don't go to them as much now uh, because I've, that's not a major problem with that I have anymore. But I share with them how there's these, the, there's a money program where you can go and I, I, I call it my daily cash program. Uh, it's, it's at uh, 10 a.m. and it's a men's meeting. You can tap into this Zoom call, put your earbuds in, and while you're doing work, you know, while you're doing busy work or office work, you can listen to these speakers and listen to these guys share about how they're not debting just for today. I said, if it was me, I said, I've only heard 20, 20 minutes of your story. I said, if it was me, I would tell my brother that I'm not going into any more debt. We need to work this out. We can sell something. Uh, we could sell a, a rental property of mine, but I'm, I can't, I can't give you any more cash or go into any more debt. I've got to do something different. I said, that's my suggestion. And I don't know the story. There's something to just not debting for today. Even when it comes to business, I think that there is a, there is the ability to do things in an incremental, in an incremental slower way it takes longer where we could pay cash. That's that's what I'm learning. He had $900,000 in debt. He had racked up $900,000 in debt with this business. Not to mention the debt that he has on these uh, rental properties that he's got that he told me about three years ago where he argued with me that I think it's a quicker way to wealth if I take out these loans and go buy these rental properties because he had good credit. When I was sharing with him about how I didn't want a debt, he was arguing with me about good debt versus bad debt. And look at where he's at now. He's got $900,000 of good debt. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. And his wife wants to leave him. So he's, he said, I'm close as I've ever been with my brother. Well, that's good and all, but you're married to your wife. Um, and, and they've got two or three kids. I'm just so grateful that I'm not there today and I don't want to go back. I texted my accountability partner, JB, today that that I, I want to get out of debt and I want to stay out of debt and never go back. So hope you have a wonderful day. Make your contribution. Now, let me say it right. As mama always says, make your contribution. Hope you have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.